this afternoon, we will uh, turn towards the practice that um, Heather was so beautifully speaking about last night around compassion. And one of the reasons why it's integrated into a loving-kindness or metta retreat is that these Brahma... These Brahma-viharas, or these, these highest places in which our heart lives, um, really is the invitation to include all of our lives. The entire range of the 10,000 joys and the 10,000 sorrows, which each of our life has. There is no life that is only about joy, and there is no life that is only about sorrow. That in this life plane, we actually have the gift of this full range of experience in order to awaken. And so from the primal energy of your heart that is this loving kindness, this metta, this friendliness towards life. As we turn towards the difficult, as we just gently turn towards the challenges or the, even the pain, <clears throat> what is said is, is that compassion automatically arises. And again, as we turn towards those things that are our successes or our achievements or um, pleasures in our life, we, we experience a joy that's greater than just our personal pleasure, but a joy of almost a joie de vivre, a joy of living uh, that's shared. And as we vacillate, which we can do from hour to hour, if not moment to moment, but certainly day to day, as we vacillate between the sorrows and the joys, if we hold it with that container of kindness and friendliness, we reach some balance. We reach the capacity to hold the entire life that is being offered to us the preciousness that the Buddha said, living 24 hours with mindfulness is more precious and rare than living a hundred years without it. So as we turn towards difficulty and suffering with kindness, that's a huge, that was a huge teaching for me because what I, realized as I started to practice compassion is that compassion would not exist without suffering. And so that's how bittersweet this life is. That is the tenderness, the fragility, the, the, um, um, the, the both and, the entire range from joy to sorrow in one experience. That we wouldn't have this incredible um, ability to connect underneath our lives, underneath the details of our lives with compassion unless there were challenges 
and difficulties. Thich Nhat Hanh said, Since I was a young man, I've tried to understand the nature of compassion, but what little compassion I've learned has not come from intellectual investigation, but from my actual experience of suffering. That we turn towards it, and of course the heart will open. So, um, as you, as you turn towards it, the, the invitation, of course, you know, we are in a very achievement-oriented culture. We are like, I'd like to get there and, you know, get to that compassionate place or get to that place that I can hold the suffering. <clears throat> the invitation is always that this practice is an, is an incremental process. That... Um, if, if, the, if you're new to the practice, um, give yourself permission not necessarily to work with the most difficult event in your life, but to start with something that has less charge or less, um, uh, less intensity to it. Because <clears throat> sometimes when we begin to come close to suffering, we feel overwhelmed, we feel flooded. And that is just not useful. It's not skillful, it's not beneficial. It actually um, is an obstacle to both the metta and the, um, the mindfulness practice. So in that case, if you feel <clears throat> that sense of flooding, Treat yourself with kindness. Treat the practice itself. Treat the kindness practice itself with kindness and back off. And maybe choose another person or event or object or come back to the breath. But take care of yourself in the process itself and that is the practice as well. So some of the suggested inclinations of heart, which I've already posted that you can, um, on the bulletin board, <clears throat> are, and if it depends on whether you're, you're offering the compassion for yourself or a loved one or a person in your life. May I feel freedom from this pain and sorrow May I feel caring and be attentive towards my pain. May I feel peace. Out of compassion, may I open, may I feel the pain and sorrow. the phrases, the beautiful phrases that, that, that Heather offered from her practice, I care. I care about this pain and through caring may pain be eased. I am with you in this pain and sorrow. 
May the breath of awareness hold the 10,000 sorrows and the 10,000 joys in this life. Just feeling the intentions behind these inclinations. And however you language it, maybe it's just a nonverbal turning towards, from the heart space, towards the person or event. And just allowing your kindness practice to be part of this compassion. Just finding your own way into your posture. Allowing the words to settle into your heart. Perhaps selecting an aspect of your own life or an aspect of, a li- of the life of a loved one or a dear friend. And just offering these wishes of kindness towards those challenges.
whether you started with an image of yourself or a loved one, honoring the well wishes and the wishes of compassion that you've offered. And inviting another person into your heart space, another person who might be feeling difficulty or challenges in their life. And offering these blessings for their experience in whatever ways are appropriate. May you feel freedom from this pain and sorrow. May I feel caring and attentiveness towards your pain. May you feel peace. I am with you in this sadness or sorrow. I care. I care about your pain. Through the caring, may your pain be eased.
Again, honoring the blessings of compassion that you've offered. And allowing the energy of your heart to turn towards another person in your life that needs support, that might be going through some difficulty, even pain or suffering. Offering these intentions and wishes of compassion towards their experience.
honoring the person that you have invited into your heart and the blessings of compassion that you've offered. Feeling in the body how it is for you. Not needing it to be any way other than it is. Not needing to judge anything about your experience, the practice, And in this field of metta and compassion that we're cultivating, nurturing, I'm going to invite you in a moment to say the names out loud of the people that you've offered your blessings to, as well as the names of all those people in your life that are calling for support, that our collective practice of compassion can hold our collective experience of difficulty and pain. It is said that these energies of the heart are like a stone dropping into a clear pool. And as soon as the stone touches the surface of the water, it begins to radiate in all directions. As we begin to hold the names in our lives, our collective intentions to cultivate and strengthen compassion radiates into all aspects of our lives, radiating from this retreat, this field. So please feel invited to offer the names of the people that you hold so dearly in your heart.
may all beings named and unnamed be free from pain and suffering and the causes of pain and suffering. May all beings named and unnamed feel peace and the causes of peace. We invite you to continue this practice of compassion um, when your heart calls and also that um, there are different forms of, of practicing compassion. And one of those forms is the altar in, in back to Kuan Yin or the um, the embodiment of compassion. And so if you have a person in your life that um, could use the support of our collective intentions, our collective blessings, please feel free to put an image or a, um, a name or a reference to their lives so that we can all share in holding that space. And we have a few minutes if there are any questions or explorations around this particular practice around compassion. Um, what the, I would a answer with a question of what holds your attention? So for some people, um, myself included, um, I actually prefer longer phrases and more uh, the quantity of them because it, uh, it holds my attention. But for some people, um, a lengthy phrase, they may lose the words in the middle of the phrase. So the shorter phrase is probably more, you know, they're probably more predisposed to. So um, as I think we were saying in our groups this morning, this is actually not only a temple, but it's a laboratory. You know, you experiment with what works for you and, and, um, and use that. Thank you.
So she's Heather is asking um, if uh, the person whom you ha- are having compassion for, um, do they need to know that they need it? <laughs> everybody needs compassion <laughs> because everybody has suffering, and so um, whether they know you're offering compassion or not, I don't know if is important. So just honoring the stillness and silence if there are no more questions. Many blessings on your practice today. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.